What an amazing song. That is such a great way to start, you know, a weekend and and a week that's been just absolutely insane. Um, but we want to say that that is Cindy Cashdollar's newest release, um, which is Song. Um, this is the Waltz for Abilene. And um, it's on her latest release. And I just wanted to say that um, this is such a special special um, release. It's got such great pieces on it. And we're going to be playing some other pieces today. I'm Holly Steffi, and uh, today joining me will be Cindy Cashdollar and also my co-host Spencer Drake from New York. And um, I just wanted to say really quickly to anyone that would like to call in, the number is 425, oh wait, no, 901. Let me see here. We have a new number. Interesting. Okay, 347-677-1036. But for some reason, it's flashing. The switchboard has been uh, changing a little bit today. But what I wanted to also let everyone know, it is um, also going to be a live podcast on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media and so many of the major networks afterwards if you missed the beginning or want to listen to it afterwards. So with that, I'm going to bring everyone into the studio, and if anyone, again, would like to call in, again, it's 347-677-1036. Let me bring everyone in, Cindy, and also my co-host, Spencer. Everyone, hello, hello, hello. Hello, Holly. hello. Hello, Cindy. <laughs> hello, Spencer. Hi, Holly. It's a party. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it is. Hey, listen, I'm sorry, you know, I don't know, the timing was off on my um, my timer, and for some reason wow. I started the music and then it went on, and then, yeah, oh, I yeah, thought yeah, it was doing right. retrograde, but it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. Hey, <laughs> no, it is. I wanted to say, Cindy, that piece of music, um, absolutely beautiful. I can, it's so relaxing, and especially, like I said, um, you know, where I'm at right now, it just goes along with the beautiful mood that's going on in the air, <laughs> and um, what a relaxing piece of music for a crazy week, huh, Spence? <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to, I want, hey, Holly, you're definitely right. I wanted to say, Cindy, that track sounds like it could be a soundtrack for a Ken Burns for historical movie. Yeah, or something. You know? yeah. Maybe when people yeah. start making movies again, <laughs> maybe it can appear. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, that. Very, oh, uh, talking about movies, I wanted to say something that we, Cindy, you'll have an appreciation for this. Um, show me the picture won the um, award in London, which is the Jim Marshall story, which is who is a photographer. We had him on our show. I wanted to make that announcement really quick because you guys were talking about music and film and stuff like that. So, yeah, wanted to make that announcement and give a great big shout-out to Amelia and yeah. uh, thank her hey. for that. Yeah, it was so great. Right. But, great yeah, so, Cindy, that title track, which is the title track of this um, beautiful, see, you know, uh, release that you did, and you and I were talking earlier when um, – we were starting to show about the liner notes and how I was impressed about how you listed every single piece of music. You listed the instrument and the make of the guitar or uh, the instrument that you played, who made it. So 
let's talk a little bit about that, and then we'll and Spencer and I then will have a lot of questions for you. Okay, that sounds like a deal. <laughs> yeah, um, I have always been an avid reader my whole life, starting from mm-hmm. a very young age of liner notes, and you know. Um, they're fast disappearing, not only with internet download, and of course, a lot of times artists will give links to liner notes, which is great. Mm-hmm. But uh, in mm-hmm. being, um, you know, a musician and especially a side musician, I always am researching tons of stuff, and I always hear mm-hmm. things, and I want to know who's playing that, who, you know, who arranged that, and you know, it's it's getting harder to find. So I put on in my liner notes what I wanted to read was who's playing yeah. and uh, what, you know, yeah. I play, a, you know, as you know, uh, a, a large variety of music and have Beautiful a variety stuff. of instruments to go with that too. And I thought, you know, I, um, I'm not certainly not a collector of instruments. I, I just have what I play, but all these instruments are me to me are so special and, and I love the way I sound, so sure, I want to. I want to share share oh, the that's words. Awesome. <laughs> you know? yeah. I love the way I sound. That's awesome. And you have some great people playing with you too. That Spence and I, um, you know, Spence knows one of uh, quite a few of the people, and we both do. Yeah, so I wanted it's a, got a great Holly, wanted, feeling to yeah, it. I wanted, yeah, I wanted. Thank you, Holly. I wanted to come in on that. Um, my very dear friend Rory Black plays with Cindy time to time. Mm-hmm. They're both very, really great slide guitarists, my favorite. Yeah. Then that cut on the album, That Ain't No Way For Me To Get Along, um, a song Reverend Robert uh, Wilkins. Uh, Cindy, tell us about your relationship with Rory also and about that song, which is really great. Well, I yeah, we should Rory go through the title. Yeah. But, what's that? We should go through the different songs. Yeah, definitely. Sure, sure, sure we can. Um, I have been a, a – I started out being a huge fan of Rory's when I was um, in high school and playing guitar. Mm-hmm. I was not playing slide. I was not playing steel or dobro. I was just playing guitar. And uh, so I purchased her uh, – she was doing instructional projects with um, – Oh, gosh, I'm blanking. Isn't that awful? I am blanking on. Oh, it's cool. On <laughs> the weather. I'll get it. No, it's just my brain. Uh, this is terrible. Um, anyway, uh, she and her companion, whose name will come to me, uh, had instructional um, albums you could get at that time and so I ordered it was how to play blues guitar Mm -hmm. and so I was a fan longtime fan and then eventually uh, when she was living for a time in the Woodstock New York area where I'm from I took a guitar lesson from her and then we reconnected years and years later at a festival we were we were uh, thankfully thrown together um, and we didn't know we were going to be on a workshop at this festival, and it was so wonderful to to re meet, reconnect, and so uh, we talked about, oh, we should really play together someday, and then that started happening. Oh wow! And then then we started yeah, a duo great. called Sisters of Slide, and we, right. when each of us are not on the road, uh, we and we can fit that in. We tour as Sisters of Slide, and so. I, of course, wanted her on this project, and uh, I said mm-hmm. to her, you know, what what song, you know, haven't you recorded or have not recorded in a long time that would be great for two slide guitars? And so that ain't no way for me to get along was, like, the, it was perfect. So that is yeah. how that song came Deep to song. be on this 
album. And this album, to me, um, was sort of a, you know, an addendum to my first album, Slideshow, which was I just, I wanted to do it with, with people that I had known a long time, friends I had mm-hmm. toured with, recorded with, because, as I often say, music is like a conversation between people. And these are people that I feel like we, we've had many great musical conversations, and there's not mm. much thought. We just get it. We just, it's just like talking to each other, you know. You can mm-hmm. finish each other's sentences. Wow. And that is what I wanted to do with this. And, you know, as I mentioned before, you know, I love so many different genres of music and have worked with all of these people and all of these artists that are getting Beautiful artists. Beautiful stuff. And that's what I wanted yeah. to do. And uh, so, so there you have it. <laughs> that's what that's well, about. Well, you, yeah. got, you know, you got, another, you got another person on that I know very well, Arlen Roth, who's a great guitarist. Mm-hmm. Also, I was a long-time fan of Arlen's and, you know, knew about him for so many years. I still have his first vinyl record. Wow. And, um, so, and did not meet him until maybe six, seven years ago, I'm thinking, maybe even more, um, when he, he was doing a, um, a project, and uh, Sonny Landreth and I were, were uh, on the project. And so that's, that's when I met Arlen. And uh, it was really great. Um, Sonny and I had finished up. I do duo tours with Sonny Lander sometimes. So we finished our tour and then drove to Connecticut. And uh, I met Arlen, and it was wonderful. He's a, a, another wonderful, Aww. wonderful artist who I, I great. deeply great. respect and deeply admire. And his um, and so the track that we did on this particular project was one he wrote called "In the Heart of This Town." So. Um, so, you know, and I, of course, with COVID, none of us is seeing anybody. <laughs> so I'm missing seeing these yeah. people and playing mm-hmm. music live with them. <laughs> I know. You know, I wanted to say something really quickly here that um, really impressed me was this was a self-produced um, release by you. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I also so thought, I was I really was impressed by for that. doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, um, you know, all the different – what what I want to say about this, what I really love, and I know Spencer will agree with me, is that there is a lot of here – there's a lot on this release that is a lot of instrumental, but then there are those few tracks that just kick you right down, like the one song that I told you how many more years that I think is just so amazing. And it's one. It's probably that and Waltz for Abilene. I mean, I can't pick my favorite um, on here, but um, we're gonna. We have a couple other tunes queued to play. We have got a caller calling in. Do you want to take a call? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Hold on. Let's see who it is. Six four six. You're on the air. Who's this? This is Lamont Jack Hurley. Spencer. Hey. He, <laughs> hey, how you doing, sir? I'm so glad you and uh, by the way, Holly, Lamont is gonna be on one of our radio shows. He's a very right. famous person. Yeah. T- tell us what what you're talking about, Lamont. I love it. 
Um, I'm talking about the blues. <laughs> Hi, Lamont. Yeah. Hi, Lamont. That's always welcome conversation. <laughs> and Cindy's here. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was remarking to her about all the different people that she has on here, and all the different tracks. And gosh, I mean, you just can't pick one that's really just stands out. They all are just beautiful. So, Lamont, welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? Where are you located? Well, currently I'm located in Kentucky. Uh, oh, nice. I was, uh, out, yeah, I'm from New York, but I'm in Kentucky now. Oh, great. Oh, cool. Is it warm there or cold? I mean, I got to know. <laughs> the, the weather is slightly bipolar here, but <laughs> sometimes it's very warm. I like the world right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we're, I'm so glad you called in. And you know, Cindy, we were we were talking to her about the different tracks on her album, and uh, I I had a question really quickly before we. Um, go any further, I wanted to ask you, Cindy, how did you come up with the name Waltz for Abilene? Well, I, um, first of all, I've always thought it was, it was a very musical sounding name. It's just so pretty, you know? Mm -hmm. It is. I don't know. It just sounds like a, a music box name or something. And I know that other artists have, have of course included that name um, in mm-hmm. in uh, their songs. Dave Allen, for one, Abilene, has a great song. But uh, I was touring with a Prairie Home Companion, and um, we were in Abilene, Texas. And uh, I I know that, and that was when Garrison Keillor had the show. And uh, you know I was guesting often on that show as as part of the band. And uh, he mm-hmm. always liked me to do a, a swing instrumental on the steel guitar, which was great. But I just wanted to do something a little different. So I thought, wow, this is, you know, here we are in Abilene, Texas. What a great name. Mm, that sounds like a kind of a, a, a name that should go with a waltz. And I just, you know, quickly, the melody just came to me. I was on the show with a very dear friend of mine, Alana James, who's a fabulous fiddle player and has had a trio for years called Hot Club of Cowtown. So we Mm -hmm. wanted to perform the song, and I think it got 30 seconds in, and then they went to the break for, like, the sleep number (laughs) mattress or something. Mm -hmm. But this was in 2008, so that's how long that song has been inside me. And I was so happy to be able to record it with Larry Campbell, who is the guest artist on that track playing uh, Larry Campbell's playing uh, mandolin and fiddle as well as Abby, Newton, Abby Newton's playing cello. So I was glad that the song finally saw the light of day. But that's that's the story on that track. It's a gorgeous track. So Spencer, tell me about your guest and who's and what what day do we have? He's scheduled for Lamont, w- Lamont, why don't you tell us about yourself? You're going to be, by the way, he's going to be on our show the following week. So this is a kind of a okay. one-two okay. thing. Uh, Lamont, oh, tell nice. us about okay. yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure. I'm an African-American traditional music practitioner and historian, uh, a folklorist and ethnographer. So I use broadcast uh, media to share the stories and traditions of mm. blues, black spirituals, and things of this nature. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
Oh wow! That well, sounds that, great to forward. me. I will listen. I will be listening for sure. I'm looking for. I'm really looking forward to our interview. That's awesome. I I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I know that you've probably seen a lot of changes going on. We've all been seeing a lot of changes going on lately uh, in the world, and you know it's nice to have music and a soundtrack. You know, and I always say music is the soundtrack of our life. You know, it really is. And uh, there are so many different songs, isn't it? I mean, really, Cindy, there's so many different songs I can think of that, you know, so many memories and, you know. Well, I don't don't think any of us are going to need a soundtrack to remember this year. (laughs) No. (laughs) We do. What's that going to look? What's it going to sound like if we had one? Oh, man. I know. That's why I'm saying this this song, that song we opened up with is such a great song. And, um, you know, I have um, two other songs, How Many More Years and Foggy Mountain Rock, um, mm-hmm. in the uh, studio. And I wanted to know um, we, if we could play one real quick. Sure. Which one would you want to play? Whatever we're going to end like with one. Uh, let's see. Well, you we know which have... one I love. It's like sure, let's do that. And, and Lamont, I don't know if Lamont's still on the line or listening, but practitioner. Lamont's here, please. yeah. Sure. Okay, so so uh, let's play How Many More Years, which uh, the guest uh, artist on that track, uh, vocalist and guitar player is Omar Kent Dykes, who a lot of your listeners may know from Omar and the Howlers. Um, yep. Uh, a dear friend of mine uh, from, from Austin, Texas, and uh, you mentioned before, you know, you like that there's not only instrumentals on this this album because I'm an instrumentalist. Gorgeous. I do not sing, which is why I have others sing. But uh, I just thought <laughs> I just wanted so badly to get Omar on here. Uh, Antone's Blues Club in Austin, um, which is oh, a wow. blues institution there. Uh, when I was not on the road, I would go there on Monday nights. Derek uh-huh. O'Brien, another fabulous guitar player, was hosting uh, Monday nights. And so mm-hmm. uh, I started going to sit in and uh, Omar would show up a couple of times, and, and so I thought, okay, Omar, got to get him. So this is a very mm-hmm. fun track. Um, uh, besides Omar on guitar and vocals, we have Derek O'Brien on guitar. We have uh, Marsha Ball's drummer, Corey Keller, uh, Sarah Brown, uh, another fabulous uh, musician, bass player, who's played with many blues artists in Austin. She's on bass, and we did this in one take and if you listen no careful on the end you can hear omar cracking oh, up at the very wow. end so make sure to wait for it so and i'm playing well, a, you, a lap a lap steel i'm playing a lap steel on that. are you mm-hmm. oh nice that's great are you guys all ready to hear this song impressive yep yes yeah ready ready okay. ready willing able well, okay well, when I heard when I heard the tracks, this one here really stood out for me. Besides "Waltz for Abilene," I, I this one here just really got me. So, well, it's, it's fun. It's it's like a music party for your ears because you got Omar and Derek on guitars, and I'm playing slide, electric mm-hmm. slides. So wow. it's, it's like gorgeous it's, uh, guitar. Uh, guitar porn. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's guitar porn. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a new one for me. That's great. Guitar <laughs> porn. Okay, well, here, let's play this really quick, and we'll be right back. There we Let go. So, okay. um, 
Cindy Cash Dollar, how many more years off her latest release, Waltz for Abilene? Here we go. Let you go, me. 
wow, a rocker. That, that song is like so, so good. I love that song. It's so it's so fun. And Omar, was I just it? want to mention for the listeners that Omar Dykes uh, just came out with a, a new book, and it is fabulous. It's called The Life really? and Times of a Poor and Almost Famous Blues Man. <laughs> And that's really? yes, yes, just came out available on Amazon. The life and times of a four, of a poor and almost famous blues man. I want to interview him. He, he's, he's amazing. Like, he's an awesome. I, I, think I mean, he's he's great. great. Yes, have well, him I, get I in touch get with us. Yeah, have him get in touch I will with definitely. Me. I would love I to set up a time that. for him. So, in some yeah, no, but, that, I just want to backtrack a bit and and yeah, uh, go for it. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, so no, please. Going back to the beginning of the conversation, this is your show. I, could, I couldn't remember uh, the the album I purchased back in high school, the instructional album with Rory Block, who was then Aurora <laughs> Block. Looking it up. Yeah. Her her partner is, <laughs> was Stefan Grossman. Stefan Grossman, another another right. incredible oh, wow. artist. So That's yeah, great. so that was. Stefan Grossman, who is got it, he's it was amazing. I, I think one one of the first people uh, to to mm-hmm. uh, come out with the instructional series. I know Arlen Roth did as well, and then uh, Happy Trauma with Homespun Tapes. And then I also wanted to mention uh, that the album that I did uh, when I first met Arlen Roth, when Sonny Landreth and I were uh, appeared on his, one of his projects, it was called Slide Summit. And slides mm-hmm. has more guitar porn. It's it's just uh, Arlen had an amazing <laughs> array of porn. artists. So slide summit. I would love for your listeners to one. check out slide summit. Oh, so many, yeah. um, such a great wow. variety of of music on there with all obviously uh, different slide players uh, playing with with Arlen and and so yes, I redeemed myself there. I think. <laughs> No. Hey, I, wanted to bring, awesome. I wanted to bring up something on the show, um, Cindy, a very uh, a guitarist I was brought up with, uh, Leo Kotke, and um, oh, his yeah. first album he did, which reminds me, what you did on this album with instrumental, I really love, what he did on his first mm-hmm. album, which was on a, a label called uh, Alligator Records, it had an oh, armadillo art on yes. the front. Yeah, and and uh-huh. the album is all instrumental. I never forgot that. It was all guitar, and it had that such a beautiful vibe to the album. And you have that same uh, song instrumental mixture on this album. The feeling, she does. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And you know, well, Spencer you. and I both. I know this is a burning question for both of us. We want to know what. And how you started playing all these instruments? What? Uh, when right. did you start? And how did it proceed yeah. into this? Because it's right. like just a plethora <laughs> of so many different sounds and different things. And the, you know, we want to know. What did you well, do? I ask myself that same question <laughs> when I'm traveling and like <laughs> loading and unloading oh different stuff. I started out. Uh-huh. Uh, on guitar when I was about 11 years old. And, of course, growing up oh, in wow. Woodstock, uh, New York, when I did. Um, mm-hmm. And and I know, uh, you know, um, Cash Teller is a very old family name here in Woodstock. I know so many people go, oh, God, it's a made-up name. But, no, I was born and raised here, and, and uh, my family goes way back Wow. Here. So um, <laughs> growing up here, 
you know, mm-hmm. during the 60s, there was so much uh, music around. Uh, and as mm-hmm. I got older, well, even when I was not even in high school, I was going to the little, uh, you know, fat mini festivals here. Later on, a club called the Joyous Lake. Uh, and since we're only two hours north of oh, New York wow. City, uh, there was always mm-hmm. a lot of incredible musicians that I saw yep. traveling through here, still in high school, getting a little older. But, you know, Sonny Terry, Brownie McGee, um, mm-hmm. Tracy Good Nelson, Bonnie Raitt, uh, the, oh, group wow. Stop, the group Stuff was a fabulous group, but there yeah. were many influences. So played guitar for many years and just started getting a little bored with it. And then I was waitressing in a in a funky club. There was a bluegrass band playing, and I heard someone playing dobro. And I thought, oh, my God, that's <laughs> it. That is the sound. It's like you can make it go wherever you want. You're not just stuck in one mm-hmm. place with fingers. You know, it's like you. It's like singing. You know, you can really, like, go everywhere with your slide. And... Um, took lessons, and then uh, played dobro for a long time, uh, starting out with bluegrass and then branching out into a lot of different genres, and then taking up lap steel, um, and then, uh, you know, the electrified six-string version of, of uh, you know, the resonator, and then uh, many, many years later took up the non-pedal steel guitar, like the triple neck, eight strings on each neck steel, and got more proficient on that when I uh, played with the Western Swing Band Asleep at the Wheel for eight and a half years. But over all these years, I just love the sound of slide and and just was so interested in the the many different forms. There's so many different instruments, and it's like, you know you know you brought up something. Uh, yeah, there's something you yeah. brought up there that I, I really love. Part of it is that um, and Rory the, the steel guitar. The uh, steel playing slide on steel guitar is an unreal sound, right, Cindy? Yeah. Oh, you mean like uh, playing the slide on uh, steel strings, like Rory plays bottleneck, and so yeah, and I exactly. Love her and bottleneck's slide another thing. thing, right? Bottleneck's another thing, right? Well, yeah, it's just holding the guitar a different way, and and it's you know it, it's the you know it's playing it on regular guitar, so the strings are closer to the neck, and I I play you know the square necks where the strings are raised up off the the neck, and oh, you have to use the slide bar. You know the slide bar is mm-hmm. basically your left hand. You know you are forming mm-hmm. notes and uh, chords and combination of notes uh, with the open strings with a slide bar. And that's just the way that, you know, when I got into playing dobro, which, of course, is the politically incorrect term. Mm-hmm. That was the brand name. <laughs> now, you're supposed to call it the resophonic guitar. Uh, oh, when I started funny. on that, um, there's just so many forms of that, too. And so that's how mm-hmm. I got into playing all these different instruments. And I also love so many different kinds of music. And, and all these different instruments, slide instruments I play have their own little personality that kind of go with the genre you know and sometimes did you out, always know outside the box not you know <laughs> did you always know cindy or was it kind of like when you heard that bluegrass music you knew because i didn't know what you were listening to as you were growing up or who mentored you oh, i was or... listening to everything my mom had a, a really great record collection she was listening to dave brubeck 
Stan Getz, oh, wow. um, Rabbi Shankar. Oh, wow. She had uh, Japanese flute music. She had such a yeah. wide variety of records. And yeah, my dad great. loved country music. My dad was a real country music fan. So mm-hmm. AM radio, country, you know, in the house. So I grew up with that. And then, you know, in, but then growing up here, you know, getting older, seeing live music, um, you know, the, the so many of the musicians that lived here in Woodstock, Happy and Artie Trom mm-hmm. and John Sebastian, and so, who's all, John Sebastian's also on my album. But um, So that's how I kind of got into it. I never had a, uh, I never wanted to be a professional musician. That was not my dream. I always found it was just something that I did to, to relax. Mm-hmm. I would be relaxed when I would play music at home and was practicing. Nice. And it just, I swear, it just really did happen. I think when I started to play Dovro and, and um, you know, started, you know, going to little jam sessions around You knew. Here. It resonated yeah. with you. Fun. You know, I still Sh- didn't Cindy, think, I was Cindy, not I wonder, thinking outside of Woodstock, though. Hold on, <laughs> I was just happy playing here, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Cindy, I wanted to bring up something. You mentioned the classic name, John Sebastian. And yeah. tell us about that, uh, how you hooked up with him for this album. Well, uh, John is another fellow Woodstocker and a next-door neighbor, and uh, we've known each other for so long, and uh, he's a dear friend. And um, uh, the track that I um, wanted him to be on was This Train, which is the old, you know, so many people have covered um, this train, you know, Bound for Glory, this train. But I I Uh. took that song and I changed it from kind of a, a major chord to a more blues minor and um i wanted a harp on it and i thought well who better you know wow (laughs) that's how (laughs) that's how uh but we we play together here uh live uh in you know various forms uh local shows benefits whatever so it was uh, a a given he's fabulous uh guitar player you know you mentioned you're in Woodstock, and we both have a common friend, um, Yvonne Hendricks, who was Max of Kansas City, who lives in Woodstock, New York, as well. Do you know wow, Yvonne? It's, no, it's amazing. I've Yvonne never met Sewell. her. Yvonne Sewell. Her name is Yvonne Sewell. And, no, I'm uh, surprised she... I haven't met her. Of course, I was well, away. You know, I, I yeah. moved to Austin, Texas, to join Asleep at the Wheel in '92. And only moved back here five years ago. So there was a big chunk of time I wasn't here and maybe mm-hmm. just our paths didn't cross. And when I and when I moved back here I was still on the road quite often with different people. So, you know, um going out to um you know, I just didn't meet as it took a while to, to re meet people here or meet new people when I moved back oh, after sure. being gone for so long. Yeah. But I will make note now that you mention it, maybe I'll run into her when COVID yeah, is over. No. <laughs> Definitely. And you know, it's really interesting because she's very involved in a lot of the things going on in that area. And both Spencer and I are extended family members of the Max's Kansas City family. Oh, so that's a good family. Yes, I know. <laughs> kind of cool, you know. We love, yeah. we love to see. We love to see all the different things going on. Well, you know what I want to do um, real quickly, Spence, if you don't mind, um, I think that it would be good is to, like, kind of go through. You've got um, uh, 13 tracks on here. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. Foggy Mountain Rock, which is uh, another, which is what we're going to end with. Why don't mm-hmm. we go through the different tracks and talk a little bit about it? Foggy Mountain sure. Rock, you did with Albert Lee. So, um, yeah. tell us a little That's bit about one. that. Well, Foggy Mountain Rock was written by Josh Graves, who was one of mm-hmm. my Dobro heroes when I was first learning. My my teacher, Charlie Ferrara, mm-hmm. wonderful guy, um, would bring over his old bluegrass records to my house and say, okay, take now, I want you to take a listen to this, hear that, you know, so, and oh, wow. really, I, I think, my personal opinion, and I think others too, was the person that kind of took Dobro away from kind of the maudlin or more corny country kind of thing and started just flattening those seventh and third notes and just putting blues into it. He played with Latin Scruggs for many years. But Josh really, he was was like the blues man, the rock and roll man of the Dobro. And uh, Foggy Mountain Rock was his track. And so this was kind of my, you know, my tribute to Josh. Um, I did not do it on Dobro, however. So I did it on lap steel. And I um, had been touring with Albert Lee. And... um, we we had done, we were on the road, I think we had done nine shows in a row. We had a day off. We were up in Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York. And I thought, man, this is just so hard, you know, being on the road and, and trying to get all these guest artists on this album. So I had to just like, okay, here's a studio. Oh, here's a studio connected to the venue, you know. So uh, on the 10th day, there was no rest. We went into the studio and uh, cut this, this track, Foggy Mountain Rock. And um, and Albert is, you know, such an incredible, very well known artist out here. You what know. an amazing, what, what this one of amazing, the sweetest yeah, people. Yeah, he plays a lot out people. here. And a phenomenal yeah. artist. And I just thought that we would have fun with this. He he's also appears on another track on this album, an old uh, W. C. Handy tune okay. called Memphis Blues, um, which mm-hmm. I actually first heard Chet Atkins doing. And so we, Albert and I, did an acoustic treatment of that. But for Foggy Mountain Rock, we just cranked it up, you know. So uh, that, and we'll be that's playing that, that song. Yeah. Okay. We'll be mm-hmm. ending. We'll be ending with that one. Okay. And then. And and just so you know, Albert Lee, like I said, he's out here a lot. It's it, he plays yeah. with a lot of different people out here in California. Yeah, he's a California. LA. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, the second track um, is uh, "That Ain't No Way for Me to Get Along" right, with Lord Rock, which you right. talked, about. talked about. That. Say, say, shells. Now, I want to ask you. The Se- when you say 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 shells, are you talking about the Seychelles Islands? Because I used to go there a lot when we could travel. Yes, yeah, so, uh, supposedly that's where the song came from, and that makes sense. Oh wow! Um, yeah. And the guest artist on there is is uh, with me is Sonny Landris, who is another very old friend. Uh, I mm-hmm. met him. When we uh, first met him, uh, we both recorded with uh, the Cajun group Beausoleil. It was on a record mm-hmm. that I don't even think is available anymore called uh, uh, Chez Le Cajun. <laughs> it was an all-instrumental mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. But he was another hero of mine that I eventually became good friend, eventually became uh, you know, duo touring companion once a year. Uh, but we 
We both took part in uh, Beausoleil's 25th anniversary tour, which encompassed many guests over many months. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was a tune that Beausoleil did every night. And I always thought it was a beautiful melody, but being a high-energy band, they did it very fast. So when it came to doing this album, I thought, hmm, what can Sonny and I do? Oh, we both know this song. And, hey, let's slow that melody down and... uh, you know, let's do something a little different. So I'm playing a um, a metal body national tricone, and he's playing electric slide. And that was recorded in Lafayette, uh, Louisiana. And um, yeah, and you- so that's uh, how that track came about. It was just something wow. we both knew, but we wanted to do something different. So I just thought, wow. you know, I said to him, "What do you think? What do you think if we slow this down and we do this?" So that was oh, wow. that way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Great. What about Skylark with uh, Jack Langley? Oh, uh, Jake Langley um, was, it, it, he's a jazz, a phenomenal jazz guitar player yeah. from Toronto who I met in Austin. And mm-hmm. um, Skylark, I always thought, um, was such a beautiful, it's the American songbook, you know, it's such a gorgeous melody. And, um, you know, I didn't, I just, couldn't figure out, well, how can you do this on lap steel? And, of course, that's all I had to ask myself. It's like, okay, gauntlets laid down, challenge, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, it was so easy. It's such a beautiful, simple melody. And um, so, uh, and Jake and I had a uh, a fun little band in Austin called the Border Town Bootleggers that was just, you know, swing and jazz, instrumental swing and jazz. And uh, so this was recorded on the Bordertown Bootleggers album, and I loved it so much that I uh, licensed it for this album. Oh, wow. Wow. That's Great. really cool. So Very you really cool loved that song, so that was something that you had to go out and do. That's really oh, cool when you're so passionate. all songs I love, otherwise, you got to yeah. put songs on an album you love, otherwise you can never hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to hear it. You know? <laughs> what about... We want to know about Peacock. I want to know about Peacock Alley because I've got tons of peacocks by my house, and I want to know about that song. Well, that's uh, really cool. That was written by uh, sax player Bill Doggett, and um, Mm -hmm. I was talking earlier about the Monday nights that guitar player Derek O'Brien would host at Anton's Blues Club in Austin. And that was a song that he just said one, you know, one day at Soundcheck, hey, did you ever hear this song? Hey, let's do it. Let's kind of double the melody in the beginning. And this is fun. And we oh, had Mike so Flanagan, cool. Mike Flanagan, the great three player sitting in and who is also on this track, as is Ray Benson from Asleep at the Wheel. I got to have my own boss on this track. But I just thought, Aww. what? And it's the, only, it's the only track on this album that I'm playing steel guitar on. But I thought, man, this is just like, perfect it's like a perfect kind of swing just fun kind of roll back the carpet dance tune so well, yeah, l- cindy i gotta bring up something you mentioned anton's now i designed for the fabulous thunderbirds a tough enough album with jimmy vaughn oh yeah that play that place you got to talk to, to a little, say a little bit about anton's because a lot of people may not know about it it's a great club just say something about it you know about well, it well it's an institution, you know, and Austin has many musical institutions because live music has kind of been a, you know, an, a, the mainstay there, and, and it's famous for that. Um, 
but uh, it, it was a uh, blues club started by Clifford Antone, and um, he Clifford really just you know he was the patron saint of blues, and that's mm-hmm. what his Antone's club was for. He had so many. So many well-known and even not well-known, but should have been, blues musicians that came through there. And uh, it moved a few times due to the usual things of cities expanding and rents going up and making way for other buildings. Um, But uh, every club, I I think, and Clifford passed some years ago, um, but um, it really is... um, I think, you know, something that I just can't imagine Austin without Antone's. I'll put it right. that way. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. It's a yeah. down home place. Yeah. Down home place. It yeah. really is. It definitely is. And so is the music and you know, it really I think um you know, almost you know, brought music to people that that were they were rabid fans of, or maybe that got they got educated and had never heard the artist that Clifford had brought into that club. But once they were there, they knew who it was. You know, so um, mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's still there. You know, hopefully it'll it be is. one of the clubs that does not close down. I know a right, lot of them are right. hanging on by a thread there. You know, the Continental Club is another another. Um, mainstay of of austin you know there's one in houston there's one in austin home to roots music of all kinds so yeah i just hope that antone's you know has has lots more decades <laughs> yeah it does should are yeah. are you doing any um during during COVID? i know and i know it's been really hard for so many different people and everybody's become so creative in ways to get their music out there, perform, you know, um, keep busy, not let everything Mm -hmm. get to you, you know, not feeling Mm -hmm. so isolated. Uh, What have you been doing as far as, like, do you have you been doing any live streams or anything like that? Yes, actually, I've been very busy doing live streams um, or, you know, taping something to be put out there mm-hmm. later on. Um, I think, uh, you know, I recently did one with Happy Traum and John Sebastian for, wow. um, for that will, I think, soon be out. I don't have the link information yet. I've not been sent that information, but it was for a um, a folk music um, uh, group in, in Connecticut, and, and wow. so that will be out soon. Oh, that's I, so cool. That that'll be great. I did a um That's great. I did a video for uh Malia uh Clapton, Eric Clapton's wife's charity, which is a uh-huh. great charity called Turn Up for Recovery. Uh oh, wow. and mm-hmm. that is to raise awareness of addiction, to share music and to raise money uh for those that cannot afford to get oh, into great. Eric's crossroads rehab. So that is, uh, oh, if you go to Turn Up for Recovery, turnupforrecovery.org, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of us, different folks, uh, Cheryl Crow, and so many of us did um, videos. I did three tunes with a group from this area called The Restless Age. Um, so we did our part. That was fun, filmed at the uh, Barrisville Theater here at Albert Croston's uh, Theater. And... Uh, 
I recently did a live stream this past Saturday night with a, a friend of mine, Andy Stack, another great guitar player. So yes, I've been I've been doing a lot of those. Uh, I just I did a live uh, lap steel clinic two weeks ago for the Museum of Making oh, Music in cool. Holly. You probably know oh, those great. folks out in Carlsbad, right? So, yes, yeah. I've been keeping busy, but i got to tell you, for the first front half of this year, it, first of all, it was shocking what was going on. We all mm-hmm. were shocked. And then, for all mm-hmm. of us, it was, well, what do I do now? What I did was just kind of enjoy time off, which I, I have never had this much oh. time off in over 30 mm-hmm. years. So, you know, off the road, I got to see all the seasons change here one by one. Oh, by yeah. <laughs> you know, take take a string inventory. Uh, you know, you just do, do, you know, my husband and I did a, a home renovation. So that's what I did. Oh, nice. After getting over the yeah. shock of what do I do now? I'm not packing a suitcase. I'm not replacing, uh, you know, gear and, you know, checking out this and, here I am, you know, but uh, so it's only mm-hmm. been, at least for me in the past couple of months, busy with live streams. And, and I think this is the way to go. I know I bought audio interface equipment and have my office tricked out for doing uh, these things because it's, it's where we are right now. You know, Let me, Cindy, I yeah, gotta no. on these live streams, I know Rory has a show Tuesday and Friday night at seven. Oh, it's do, I do love you, her show. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Do you have a program on yours? In other words, do you have a time and a day, or is it sporadic? The live stream. It's sporadic because it depends on who I am, who I work with, because I'm still, you know. Um, you know, working with a variety of people. Um, so it all depends. You know, I think the the other latest thing I did, which I didn't mention, was with John Hall in Orleans. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, nice. Song, gorgeous nice. song that John Hall wrote called Home, which I believe will be on YouTube quite soon, I think. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a, you know, I haven't even, it's so funny, I kind of got out of the habit of posting on my website uh, I do it on Instagram. I do social media on Twitter and Instagram. <clears throat> but, Yay, um, I know you're. I know I put you on Instagram. I I tagged you thank in you. quite a lot of posts. Did you see them? Thank you. No, actually, they were the really past great. couple of days have been a little crazy here for a number of reasons. So I didn't, but I, I over the weekend no, I got on the yeah. list to get you'll, back you'll to that. You'll see it. But I will post. You'll get um, to be able to see that soon. Uh, I will start posting these things as they come out, and and I I should get into the habit. I don't know if people look at websites, but I should just do it anyway. Oh no, they do. Yeah. No, okay. Well, no, I'm at CindyCashDollar.com, so you can check that that's, out if whoever's interested. I put it, your it. website in the description of the uh, show, and you know, mm-hmm. there's one thing that we haven't spoken about that. I think is really important is that you're a five-time Grammy recipient. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I um when uh during my time with Asleep at the Wheel, um we won five Grammys. Uh, yeah. I think it's amazing. Asleep at the Wheel is celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. I know that the there's a uh, there's a, a 50th anniversary show running on Austin City Limits right now in various PBS times and places. Um. But that was during uh, that time, and uh, it, it's, it was so um, fun to be a part of those, two of those. Uh, the first two we that we 
uh, were part of and one uh, were the last two from New York City and uh, oh, wow. and, uh, from Radio City Music Hall. And then, of course, mm-hmm. they were at the Staples Center in, in uh, Los Angeles. But it was always mm-hmm. a very exciting I know time. They moved and, yeah, I know. I know they they do, but you know, keep moving. But I just you know, people will ask me what it was that fun out feel like? here. It what was time? fun out here. I know, I know it goes back and forth, but you know what? It's like it's fun when it's in L.A. because then we don't have to all go out. I because I can remember going to New York a lot of times for the Grammys, and mm-hmm. it was uh, quite a track. For me, you know, to go there, get prepped, get ready, go to the well, awards, yeah. you know, east to west, and then and the parties. It's an epic. It's an epic thing. I know. And I yeah. remember those those uh, two years in New York. We drove in the mm-hmm. tour bus because our tours would be planned around. Oh, you know, we're going to the Grammys, so we would be driving in on on the Sleepy the Wheel tour bus or whenever. And I think the last time uh, that it was in New York, the our bus tour bus broke down right getting into New York. Oh wow! And, oh no! Yeah. Oh wow! Talk about stress. <laughs> and, uh, and I, Ray Benson, band leader, was just, you know, of course, besides himself. And he was just throwing it out there to the universe in the bus going, oh, my God, old bus, I promise if you if you make it to the Grammys, I promise I'll retire you. <laughs> so it oh, made that's it, we so finally, funny. We had a stellar bus driver who was also a mechanic and who was able to fix it. But we literally kind of limped in. Apologies to all the traffic that was behind us. Limped into the city and made it to the Grammy Awards to accept the award. And then after that, got a new tour bus. So everybody was happy. Now, I mean, yeah, when you know, real. I miss that, Cindy. I, I, I was, I've been a Grammy judge for six times, and I've been in all the New York uh, Grammy shows that were in New York, and I kind of miss. That not happening. They always have an excuse. Well, we got to have it in L.A. It's too much money. But yeah. uh, those, we those, have to have those... fun too, you know, on the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, well, I know. I'm just saying in New York. <laughs> we should take be... turns. But, no, no, yeah. no. Uh, but Holly, I'm saying that in New York is half the music business. Uh, you know, so it's like, it's like, uh, but but the events in New York were fantastic. You know, if you and the parties mm-hmm. were the things we would go to. Because it, it, they were so fantastic, the, the Grammy parties. They had, oh, they had one year. Yeah. Uh-huh. One year they had Cindy. Yeah, one year they had it at, at museums. They had the museums. Oh, so a night at the museum. Had uh-huh. <laughs> and that was incredible. A night at I the museum. Uh, my favorite movie. One of my yeah, well, that's probably what it was like. But we we played a we played a you know I, I think actually or at least I to my recollection you know when the awards were in L A we played those those after parties and it was so fun because you know not only did you get to see all that your friends all the people you never get to see all year but yeah. you know a lot of people would just sit in you know and so it was always a very fun time got to say that grammys were always of a, a fun just like a, a reunion of of people you got to see so many people that you didn't get to ever see you know that's so true it was great. no absolutely great. Uh, and the parties were always the place where you got to really talk to people because exactly you know yeah. you see your friends there and you go off and you just talk and you know 
it's it's fun it's fun you know and you get to catch yeah, up on everything yeah. but yeah, you know, you're there I to support each you... other too that was the important exactly. thing everybody was there to support each other and yeah. and so nice to to um especially i know they've taken some of the um categories away which is kind of sad i mm. i was on the board of directors uh, of the uh, board of governors uh in austin of Naris uh, that puts on the Grammys and you know uh-huh. uh, towards the end of my tenure of seeing some of the um, some of the uh, categories slipping away I know. And, you know things always change but I think it was Music just a nice changed. way to uh, to to hear too and to become aware of so many different kinds of music I mean the Grammys educated me because I didn't really know of Oh, here's an amazing Hawaiian slack key artist I haven't heard of. Here's a Native American album I never heard. So, or getting to see Ry Cooter with uh, Buena Vista Social Club at, at one oh, of the wow. awards. I thought I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I die tonight, I will die happy. <laughs> it's a really special thing. Oh, you know? that's funny. Yeah. No. Well, well, you know, we covered um, some of the tracks, and then we. Um, Went into other things. Are there any other tracks on here that you wanted to talk about before we go into playing Foggy Mountain Rock? No, I'll just, um, you know, we we uh, we started to go through the artists. And so, uh, you know, Salvation is a song I wrote. I wanted to do a little okay. uh, nod to uh, Sacred Steel Guitar, which is, is uh, you nice. know, there's an amazing history behind Sacred Steel Guitar. and. Anyone can Google that. It was, uh, you know, it's a, a, a very old religion originating in Florida, and these services would be based around the steel guitar, uh, with the steel guitar really? singers. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's I've a new book out about sacred steel guitar. Oh, the Lee Boys, the Campbell it. Brothers, Robert Randolph came from the sacred steel family. I need to get wow. this book. I need to know more about this. This is interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. This is great. And there's also, um, you know, uh, there's also um, DVDs you can you can see on YouTube. Uh, you know, I, I always tell people, you know, check out the old old Sacred Steel stuff. You know, the new stuff is amazing. Really, but the older stuff, you kind of see where it came from, which is wow. these lap steel players emulating the gospel singers. And, wow. you know, they, they Ooh, used nice. their slide bar. Uh, I met the Camel Brothers, and, uh, you know, Derek Campbell explained to me, well, you know, we hold the bar this way, we turn it backwards, we use this end of the slide bar, so we mute the strings a bit so the singers can be out front a little more. And here's how we play to emulate the, the gospel singers. So it really does, you know, it's such a wonderful thing to see these films but also it kind of um it kind of validated what i always thought that the slide guitar really is almost like someone singing with the vibrato and the shifting of notes so salvation uh track seven on here was kind of my my yearning to do a little sacred steel work and uh marcia ball is uh playing piano on there and another old friend of mine and she's so that's um that was just such a, a great fun track to do um and then the next track is in the heart of this town with arlen roth 
which we talked about before, and that's another track that Arlen and I, Arlen always says, oh, I can just see this as a, a, a it should be a soundtrack for a Western with tumbleweeds, you know. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. my brother, mm-hmm. Russ Cashdollar, uh, played drums on that, so I was very happy. Oh, really? Uh, And the next track uh, is a Bob Dylan tune, Ring Them Bells, and Amy Helm is the vocalist. Uh, Amy I've known since she was, uh, gosh, when when she turned, I think, 21, uh, leave on her dad, uh, as a a gift to her for her 21st birthday, uh, invited uh, some people to um, record with her. Her first time in the studio, I was there, mm-hmm. and so I've known Amy as a from very young woman, and have toured with her. And so uh, when I asked her what would you like to sing, she chose this beautiful Bob Dylan song. And uh, Byron Isaacs, uh, Byron Isaacs from the Lumineers is on bass, and uh, Zach Janikian. Uh, on mandolin and David Littleton on guitar, and then uh, the next track, Memphis Blues, I mentioned earlier with Albert Lee, is uh, kind of my nod to uh, W. C. Handy and uh, Ch- Chet Atkins, uh, but Albert and I oh, are cool. uh, Oh, Susanna is the only track I did by myself because I think um, I, I just love that song. I played it on a baritone Weisenborn, so it's got this very dark, big, open sound. And um, mm-hmm. and then the next track is This Train with John Sebastian and then Waltz Rabeline, the title cut with Larry Campbell. So there you go, wow. 13 songs for Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there you go. There's a theme. Songs for Friday the 13th. Yeah, no, that's perfect. And, you know, I I can't ask you to say, to tell me which – ones really stand out for you because I know that all of these are so special because there's such a great story behind each of them. You they really, were. Uh, it's hard to pick a favorite because yeah. each one meant something with, with each person. Mm-hmm. And so it really mm-hmm. is hard to pick a favorite, you know, and because every track is kind of a different style, although I think there's kind of a thread that runs through this project. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe it feels that way to me, just because it's all very old dear friends on here. Um, but I just think that there's something for everybody on here. I really do. There is. If you like country rock, do this. You want country blues, play Rory Block. You want, you know, pretty Cajun, whatever. You know, I just think it's a, a an overview of all my favorite types of music and done with uh, some favorite people. You know, so it it is very hard to pick one. I just thought Foggy Mountain Rock might be fun because it's very up, you know, so we can certainly go out with that. It is. (laughs) And that's the song we're going to, that's the song we're ending with. But um, before we end our show, I want to ask Spencer, is there there anything more that you want to ask, Spence? No, we just uh, way, we just Spence. covered it. But I'm a uh, again like Holly. I'm a big uh, slide guitar freak. So it was so great having Cindy uh, on here with her amazing background. Also, big thing. Thank you. Yeah. I thank you guys for having me. It's well, a, a great show. This has been very fun. And Holly, I hope all goes well weather-wise there where you are. Oh yeah. And, uh, 
and Spencer, I, I hope that we don't, you know, I hope all all of us will stay safe and healthy. I want to send that yep. out to everybody and send out, uh, you know, holiday wishes for Thanksgiving. I know it's a game changer this year, but um, mm-hmm. I think we're all, you know, we're just all taking stock and uh, doing the best you know, we can. We're doing the best yeah. we can here. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know what, Cindy? This feels like a... For, for I think, you know, the whole time that we have to spend at home, I think that it's giving us time to reconnect with ourselves. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's been good and bad for a lot of people, I think. I think a lot of people have had too much time with themselves and they're going mm-hmm. a little, they're, they're in their in their head too much. So yeah. we all need to get out of our head and kind of like what I did this year was I OCD'd on my garden. So, ah. you know, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, you know, Sonoma. So, yeah, it's like I've got pretty much everything and anything you think of growing in my garden. I bet you and, are pickling uh, and canning and freezing. Uh, and if there is a no, food shortage, I know I who to call. No, Spencer is going to tell you now what a great cook I am. She's a great right? cook. She's amazing. Holly <laughs> is top of the line in cooking. It's a whole show, by the way, uh, many shows. Holly I love is it. Amazing. I love cooking. I love cooking. I hope you do one. Cooking's like I've music, you know. On yeah, it is. cooking it is. lately, too, and um, I, I, I'm ashamed to say I did not do my cookbook yet. During you will do it. This, well, you got uh, time now. Time. <laughs> I know, but well, that's a major undertaking. That's like doing an album, doing doing a cookbook ten times over. (laughs) And Spencer's there to support me on that one, so it's like really, really great because he's been really, he he's really been like my like inspiration, like to do it because I've wanted to do one for a long time and he just keeps saying you got to do your cookbook you got to talk the about book. food all the time <laughs> well, you yeah. got to start somewhere no. and what you got to yeah. keep in mind is like if i don't do this will i regret it you know it's like earlier mm-hmm. you asked me oh totally. you produced this you produce this album well That's right. you know as a as a side person for me you know i'm used to and and gratefully so. I've always that's what I always wanted to be, and that's what I am. I, I am a side musician that is hired by different people and love it. And uh, as a side musician, you know, you are told, okay, here's the song, here's the key, show up here. But you know, doing this album was a lot of uh, pressure for me because all of a sudden you're in charge of, for the most part, choosing songs, doing the arrangements you know, choosing, you know, how am I going to mix this? But after a while, it's like you can either get stressed about it or you can enjoy it and embrace it and, right. and feel really blessed with That's it. Right. And I thought, this is what, I'm I'm going to go with this. I am not going to stress. I am going to just be thankful that I've got all these great friends and such great music and, and here we go and who cares how long it takes, you know, I'm just oh. going to do this. And Good. so... You know, yeah. it was uh, it was a little harder than the first one where someone else produced it, but this was better because I felt like 
I got to put my stamp on everything in conjunction with people, but it's just how I was hearing things, which is usually how, you you know, we all do stuff. We kind of do stuff how we feel it or intuitively, but it was just nice to to be able to kind of to it plan flows, this out. It's like Cindy. planning a dinner, you know. I, I really yeah. I do. I swear to God. This, this hey, album uh, Cindy, flows. how long did it take you to put the album together? Yeah, yeah, we want well, to that. It took four and a half years for a number of reasons. When I started, wow. When I started, I, I was it was it was crazy. When I started, uh, I was in right in the beginning of packing 23 years of life in Austin to move back to Woodstock, and so uh, a friend of wow. mine said, a friend of mine said, you know, you've been talking about doing another album for a long time. I really think you should, you know, as long as you're here. You know, it's kind of off-season. All your buddies in Austin are home, not on the road. You should really do some tracks. So that's how that started, while literally packing and, you know, calling you, you know, Penske truck and, you know, getting a trailer to tow the car and all that. And then um, then it was being on the road and kind of like kind of having to catch the wave when I could. Like the track with Sonny Landreth, I was on tour uh, on the West Coast with Amy Helm, and we had two days off. And Sonny Landris in Louisiana had two days off from his touring. So I thought, okay, this is it. Here's the window. So I flew from California to Louisiana, did the track with Sonny, flew back to the West Coast, rejoined Amy on the tour. And so, and then I was in a car accident. And so I was a little out of commission for half a year, and then I, I'm fine. But there was all these little roadblocks. But I didn't care yeah. because I thought, you know what? What's the rush, really? You got to do I don't it. have a record company breathing down my neck, and who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. This is not some, you know, commercial <laughs> album for some major label. It's like right. I just want to take my time and enjoy the ride. You know, it's like cross country trip. You know. It really was. It's like with driving from the East Coast to the West Coast. And in between, it's like, yeah, you want to enjoy the ride. So that's what you I You know, did. Cindy, it seems, like, it seems like this album is like your life. It's so complex. There's so many things it involved with this flows. album. It's almost yeah, like your whole life is in this album. You know, the feeling, mm-hmm. right, Howie? Feels like your yeah, each song, each song, I feel it just flows and it tells a story. Yeah, oh, I'm exactly. so glad you said that. I, I that's so nice of you to say that. I, I um, it does. Yeah, that's yeah, really it sweet. Does. It I does. guess it is. You know, it's influences. I think. I think. Stuff. I've yeah. always told everybody that's ever well, most of the people that have been on the show. I've always said music is an emotional outlet, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like cooking, like <laughs> a writer, like yeah, cooking, a gardener, painting. I mean, I mm-hmm. oh my God! If I didn't have my garden this this uh, you know this time, I I think I I don't know what I would have done. Oh. I took so many walks to duck ponds and and places around here. You have yeah. no idea. And then I got into photography, which I've always been into, but I got even more into photography. And I think that that really was, and then I started writing, you know. I didn't write the cookbook yet, Spence, but I've been writing a lot. You'll do it. And, um, you know, I, w- I was saying earlier about, we were talking about Thanksgiving and how different it was going to be this year. 
I really mm-hmm. think that this Thanksgiving is really going to make everyone really, really go into their their really deep part of their soul and really feel mm-hmm. what they're really grateful and thankful for. And, yes. you know, mm-hmm. what I want to say is, you know, I'm grateful every day. And I wake up every day and I have a grateful list and I do that. And that's kind of like my affirmation that I do every day. Mm-hmm. But I think that everyone needs to kind of come together in their own self yeah. and right. just mm-hmm. kind of I agree. be grateful and, and have memories. This is a time we have memories. Even if they're right. painful, we mm-hmm. work through them, you know. That's and if true. you can't work That's through true. something by yourself, please, please pick up the phone and call somebody because I'm, I've, I've just, you know, it's like I said, this has brought out the good, the bad, and the ugly in so many different ways for so many people. No, really, I, it has. I love that. I think that's, that's a, good a point. really, that's a good I point. love that, Holly, and I agree with you. And I think that, yeah. you know, of, of course, holidays are not the only time that we yeah. connect with family. Yeah. Although, although I think that really is the only time a lot of us think to, oh, geez, I better call. Oh, I got oh, yeah. my folks. I better, I better, I better. But I really think that this year um, has it been very introspective for more. people. Yeah. I think we do, and I think maybe it's also a good time to do the things that putting off or scared of or doing a million excuses for. I mean, I had a million a million excuses for not doing this this album, which is basically, oh, I don't have any time. No, I'm I'm touring. I'm coming home. I'm leaving. No, it's like, what's the rush? You can do it anyway. It's the same right. with with all of us now. I think there really isn't a rush, although there are many of us too that might be facing food insecurities, eviction. This is time oh, yeah. very difficult. Yeah. But you know, for for you know, everyone's going through a hard time in different levels. That is a horrible so serious many level. Ways. And Certainly, yep. there's no time. You just gotta always be on. Well, I gotta tell you, back. we got a good, we got somebody good in the White House that's gonna support us, and that's really big in my life. Yeah. I can wake up every morning and feel good for yep. the first time in my life. Yes, I think I think we're all kind of being able to breathe again. We're moving that direction. We're moving yeah. in that direction, and and I think Holly, what you said of just taking walks and doing your garden, it is a, it is a time to do that, and just kind of taking stock and be thankful because I know when we're all kind of just on the what I have always called the hamster wheel, it's hard mm-hmm. when you stop. It's like That's oh true. my god, yeah, oh my gosh, I'm tired, yeah. and exactly you know, right. it's like you're off that edge, and, and when you come down off Haven't that you edge, taken, you know. Haven't you taken yeah. more time for yourself and, like, learned more about yourself during this time? I think so. I, th- I think um, mm-hmm. certainly, you know, learn to – I think I always, like, I, I love the outdoors, but I now I'm appreciating mm-hmm. it. I'm getting to see it more certainly. I have to see a lot of it this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yes, I am appreciating more. And uh, certainly, and and just kind of taking more time for for little things, and really realizing like, real, and, and I'm not like putting myself down for maybe stopping for a half an hour to look up a recipe, or stopping to just yeah. like you know watch something you know outside. It's like 
I forgot. It's like I'm always stopping to look at animals along the road here, you know, in the woods or whatever. But, you know, it's like giving I yourself permission. I do the permission. same thing. I do the same if, thing. Yeah. And Spencer, yeah. Spencer does movies. He likes to yeah. do the movies and then send me out what I should be watching. <laughs> right. It's right. funny. Well, that's great to have He's, that. It's it's lovely <laughs> to have somebody give you a little recon, you know. But I think Creative. it's nice to be able to, I, I would say for all of us, just to give ourselves permission to say it's okay to mm-hmm. just slow down a bit and relax if we can, if if we're able to do that. I know so many people are in very dire straits right now and can't. But if you can. Oh, it's, it's nice hard. Too. And, I, and if you can, maybe you can think of somebody up the road you can help. You know, yeah. maybe if you do have some time. Silent, you, know. you know, you know what yep. I do is, um, first of all, I want to say for everyone out there that is experiencing hardship, be vi- vigilant. That's all I can tell you is, look for things, listen to people, um, get resources. There are so many resources out there right now, and. Um, you just need to, and and if, you know, you can't pay your bills and stuff like that, you know, you can't beat up on yourself and you can't just give up. You have to, like, really look and see and find ways because I, I can't believe how many people have become creative. And do you know how many people, I have to tell you, this is funny, how many people have become have invented new things. There are more things that are invented. And just imagine how many more children are going to be born during this time because, you know, you've been home with your significant other um, more. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a lot more children from this, I believe, this time as well as, um, yeah. And, you know, there's just so many different things. You know, you just get more in touch with yourself. But, for those out there struggling, there are lots of people that want to talk to you and want to help, and you just have to find those right people. Don't fall into any kind of, like, scams that are going on out there. So much um, email going around that, oh, this and that. It's never easy. There's never no. an easy way out. <laughs> you have to take, it's you know. It's never easy. But I do. Work. I try and uh, I try and kind of like, you know, who are my neighbors? Does anybody need help? Oh, is there an old person yeah. that might need, you know, gro- well, you know, grow some help, groceries, winter's coming here. Does anybody exactly. need to be out? Just kind of be aware of a lot of people that have had a really rough year that don't have, mm-hmm. you know, others in their household or could use some help. You know, we, we all, a lot of us yep. have time to do that now. You know, drop off some we do. homemade soup or drop off some food or gift certificate or to a market or something, you know. Or so take someone out say. to lunch, like, you know, pick them up yeah. lunch, you know. Yeah. Bring it exactly. and have like a little picnic and keep your social distancing and wear a bloody yep. mask, you know. Exactly. We'll just and hope that, that keeps happening. <laughs> That's no, right. I know. And with that, I know. With that, I want to say it's Friday to everyone out there. Please do not drink and drive. Um, that's, like, so important. And um, it's it's just really important right now that we just all stay present in ourselves and um, really think about other people right now. Um, and we also need to know that we are going into a new beginning. And also the new moon, I don't know if – 
a lot of people out there probably think I'm crazy talking about this, but there's a new moon that um, started that was yesterday or two days ago exactly. This new moon really brought a fresh start for a lot of people in a lot of ways, not just well, right. with our, um, not just with the White House, but with um, and not with just the world, just with ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. We need to realize and grasp onto that. There's new beginnings. Yeah. So, go for it. And with well, that, we're going to Mount Rock. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Holly and Spencer, we for having you. me on your hey, show. Take care, Cindy. We'll see you. Yeah, someday yeah, we Cindy will. Cat, someday we will meet. So it's, yep. Cindy, so it's CindyCashDollar.com. So it's C-I-N-D-Y-C-A-S-H-D-O-L-L-A-R.com. And, right. um, and I will start posting these live streams as they come in. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and that's look right. for you, and we're going to look for you, okay? And with do you that, archive I'm play your shows? Rock. Do you archive Pardon shows? Me? Do you archive uh, every your show? Yes. Every yes. show okay, is available on iTunes, on Red Velvet Media. Your show will be available within like 10 minutes after it uploads. And it's a permanent collection on iTunes along with the description. And then also we have – so many of the major podcast companies that have picked up um, all the shows, and so they're available everywhere. Yeah, right. so you can okay. listen to this. Okay. All right. Well, and so thank you so much. Have a great that weekend. Missed the beginning. Yeah, no. And for anyone that missed the beginning or wants to listen to it again or whatever, just tune in. Um, you know, we're everywhere. So. <laughs> everywhere. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> We're everywhere. No, we're, oh, we're where we're supposed to be. And with that, I got we're going to play Foggy Mountain Rock. Have a beautiful right. weekend, guys. And uh, hey, stay you safe too. wherever you are. And please wear a mask. Okay? All right. Uh, I'm Thanks sorry. So much. But, yeah, here you guys go. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.